0: We Hit the club, pay for about 10 niggas to get in. We crunk, lit any bitch. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Out, a damn by a it's your girl, Candace. Back at it again with a re recording of the last episode of the Manic Candace podcast. Yes, I am re recording my last episode because I didn't like it i was talking way too much shit and i feel like what i had to say was just buried under my shit talking um i felt like i was personally attacking my ex in the last episode and like that was just not the point and i apologize do your thing 21 do your thing do your thing 21 Those memes of Drake twerking to this song have me fucking deceased. Today we're going to talk about all the things that I wish I knew before I was 20. Um, I say 20 because 20 is like the defining decade of your life. It's when you get to start to be the person you're supposed to be. At least do everything you can to become that because up until then you were a teenager. You know going through puberty you know not really reacting to life just letting life happen to you when you turn 20 you have like a new sense of responsibility for your own life and if you don't know how to manage that type of pressure It will be used to your disadvantage. So what I want you to do is if you are under 25, I need you to listen. If you are over 25, I need you to do what I'm doing and sit down and list the things you wish you knew. And get prepared for 30. Get prepared for 30. If you're 25 and under, turn this around for your mid and late 20s. So I'm going to start at the top of my list is from what I wish I knew is that I am not lawyer material. I spent years and a lot of money and a lot of time studying t- to go to law school. I majored in philosophy. I majored in criminal justice. I ended up graduating with a degree in criminal justice, all because I thought that since life has been handed to me this whole time that i was going to be handed a career as a lawyer that's how i thought life worked i thought that things were just handed to me blame being spoiled blame being an only child blame whatever i was i thought life was handed to me on a silver platter i did not have any idea what it was going to take not only for me to get into law school but to take the test to pass the test to go to law school to 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 pay for law school to graduate law school and to become a lawyer and not only become a lawyer pass the bar to become a lawyer um and 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 get hired and 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 have people depend on you I didn't realize. like, look, you're not a dependable person. Definitely was not a dependable person at 20, and what made me think that at 24, when all said and when all was said and done with 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 no 25, when all was said and done with with law school. Look, I was some I was someone with low self esteem had all kinds of addictions I was selling drugs I was a fake- ass person not only to other people but to myself what made me think that I was going to be a lawyer it's those drugs and that's another that's another thing I want to tell you is if you are under 25 and you are snorting cocaine here and there you're taking adderall or xanax every day you're you're smoking weed all day every day you know you're you're, you you get paid friday but your money is gone sunday i'm talking to you you don't have to go that that route get your addictions under control before they get you under control before they land you in jail before they land you in the psych ward before they land you in rehab before they take away your friendships, before they take away your, 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 your freedom. What drugs have done for me is take away people's trust from me, took away my dignity, made me susceptible for people that harmed me. I'm 27 living at home. I could have had a house with all that money I spent on weed starting when I was 13 years old. You don't have to go down with your addictions. You could leave it. Figure out who you are without your addictions. And I don't know who I'm talking to, but sex can be an addiction. If you find yourself, you're not a drug addict. You're not, you're not like... a a, a liar you know yeah in all in my experience the people that i've come across where they don't seem to have problems with the majority of what other people are dealing with like drugs and, and gambling and all that most of the time it's sex that really gets people a lot of people don't talk about it because they're ashamed of it But sex can be an addiction. Get your addictions in order before they get you in order. The next thing I would tell myself is that you need to exercise every day. Whether it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, you need to exercise. Not because you wanna look thin it's because you want to bend down and pick up things without hurting. You want to go up the stairs without sweating. You want to go to sleep and have a good night's sleep without your back hurting. You want to have a range of motion. Like, don't you want to twerk? Like, I, rem- I remember I had such a bad back that I couldn't stick my ass out. And if I couldn't stick my ass out, I couldn't, like, my hips, like, My hips came in, but one side was popped out and the other side wasn't because I had bad posture. So it was like I was walking around with one hip out and like one side of me looked like a woman and the other side of me looked like a little boy. So combine that with being overweight, I look like I was built by a fridge. So I, if I started exercising and stretching and bending and breathing when I was 20 and like fast forward to today, I'd have a nice ass, I'd have no back pain, I'd have no sleeping issues, I'd have no muscle issues, I'd have, I'd, I'd have none of that. Now I'm just like I should have started exercising because before it was all about getting skinny and like that's it like it wasn't about like do you want to like be comfortable in your own body literally that's something, that's something that I would definitely prioritize is exercising because your health is your wealth. Your health goes, then you can't make money. Next thing I would tell myself is to learn about mental health. You guys, I was in psychiatrists offices. I was in uh, psychotherapists offices up and down since I was six years old but it never occurred to me like hey maybe you should learn why you're going to the doctor, maybe you should learn about your condition because it's cuz with knowledge is power. So if I knew that drugs make bipolar worse, especially amphetamines, or probably wouldn't have gotten on Adderall in the first place. If I knew that abusing Adderall is the point it gets to a point where you become psychotic if you keep abusing it like if i were to like know that about my brain before then if i were to not if i were to arm myself with the knowledge surrounding bipolar disorder i could have avoided a severe mania i probably wouldn't have avoided manias in general but i would have avoided how severe they were and the consequences that that came about because of that you guys, I have an episode called "My Mental Illnesses" where I go through what happened to me in 2020 because I lost my fucking mind. I lost it. I lost it. And if you think it can't happen to you, it will. One thing I would tell myself back then is at 20. Was I, I would say, do you want to spend one hundred and forty thousand dollars on weed? That's what I would ask. What I would tell myself, because I spent twenty thousand dollars on weed alone this past year. That's just that's just ridiculous. So I would tell myself to stop. Um, one thing I would tell myself is that street drugs are not real. Look, I was dumb. I took everything for face value. From my drug dealers because I trusted trusted them. I don't know why I trusted them. Um, I just I just trusted them. It wasn't until I became a drug dealer that I j- was like, oh, I'm selling dust, and these people are selling me dust, and it's all about money. See, it's it's. Uh, I was so I like if I. Had this knowledge. I know it sounds so simple, and it's like, duh! Like not all drugs are real, especially ones on the street. I I wouldn't have gotten a DUI. I wouldn't have gotten addicted to Xanax. Silly of me, devoted so much time, found you unfavorable. I nearly lost my mind. Drunk at your house late at night In and on my car Wondering what she had on me To make you break my uh-huh. heart You may Oh I'm so gone so. Hold on You may Hold on, hold on Oh and I love you, love you, baby. Nice I couldn't sleep. Ah and let the sun be your home. Ask myself over again. What am I doing wrong? To make you slain all night. My, night. Hold on. Let me sing. You make me feel, I'm so gone, so, you make, you make me oh, and well, I love you, love you, baby, so. Listen, boy, I'm a rowdy chick, sometimes I have to fight cause my mouth too slick. Baby, why are you doing me like I ain't working? Hold up, hold up. wanna ride past your house and Kick down your doors and smack your chick. <laughs> Monica, Monica. She said, kick down your doors and smack your chick. So, I do better. What she do, i make it better. What she do, I do it better what she do i do it better one thing i would tell myself back then is not to sleep around look i was i was a late bloomer i lost my virginity when i was 18 and like like my body count remained low for a few years and then like in the last two years it just shot the fuck up and like i i wasn't as attractive as i was in my early 20s and, and that's something i would tell myself too is like you have not peaked yet like you i still haven't peaked like you have i would tell myself like you have so many years to be hot to be attractive to be that girl just wait um and, when, and it, being, the, being that girl comes with great responsibility. Like, you're not supposed to whore around because everyone wants to sleep with you. You're not supposed to whore around. And, like, I slept with a lot of people. And, like, I just... I don't regret it. But, like, I, I wish I knew that the way I looked at the world would not be the same. Like, I see sex everywhere. And it's disturbing. Um, it's disturbing. Don't sleep around. Because you want to protect what innocence you have left in your mind. I know there's probably not much. But, like, if, if you're not, like a, like, a freak, you don't have to be one. You don't need to know about BDSM and, 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 and dominatrix and... and threesomes and foursomes and and just just deviant sexual behavior you don't need to get that deep i've been there i've seen it it's not good for the spirit um yeah (laughs) don't ask me what my body count is because that is none of your business but just know that i've slept around you don't need to know how many people i slept with just know it's 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 up there And that you don't, you're not missing out. You're not. Um, You're not. (laughs) I'll I'll just say that. I would tell myself to quit smoking tobacco. Here I am with the vape in my hand. These stupid elf bars. Oh, God. The other day, I was like really sick. And I was wondering, like, why, why am I sick? Like, I felt so sick. I was like, I feel so sick. I don't know what to do. And, like, um, I started thinking, like, maybe it's the vape. Because every time I, I hit this vape, I feel uneasy. So I started looking up, like, what are signs of nicotine, um, like, poisoning, and I had, bitch, I had all the signs. I had all the signs. And I was just like, you need to put this down. You need to put it down. You need to put it down. But it's still better than smoking a pack a day. I will say that. It's better than smelling. It's better than aging. It's better than... um, like I, like, I have to go outside to go smoke a cigarette. I don't have to do that with this elf bar. But, like, I just... You become short-tempered, smoking tobacco. Like you have a short fuse, and like you're 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 always looking for a relief every thirty minutes. It's like when you train yourself to always take a break. What what work can you get done? Does that make sense? I would tell myself to pay off my student loans because I only got twenty grand. Now I just built interest. Now it's like twenty-two grand. But I would tell myself, pay them off. Just pay it off. Just don't think about it and pay it off. Because I waited until the opportunity for the debt to be forgiven. And then they said it was. And turns out it's not constitutional. And they reversed it. So now it's like no one's getting relief. And it's just like I feel like this administration I feel responsible for. Not because I voted for them. It's because I didn't vote. After 2016's 2006, election, I was really involved in. I was really liberal. I was for Hillary. But of course I was for Hillary. I was 20 21. I had no idea. I still have no idea. The the, the history of, of, of bad policies. And um, some say uh, there are blood on her hands, uh, a lot of people say that, and uh, I'm not going to go against the whole generation of people who have seen her history as a leader and as a first lady. But like, I say that to say, um, I didn't vote because the one time I voted, I was disappointed. Like Trump won, and I was really disappointed and like i just didn't vote but like now that i i I feel dumb i feel dumb for not voting in the last election uh because and even in the midterms that was recently because it's like i am not happy with the way america has turned out in the last two years um i feel like i just i just feel like I used to have a lot of pride in being American. I used to have a lot of pride. I used to be proud. I used to be, now, I thought I was embarrassed with Trump. I am, I am disgraced with Biden. Like just, I'm, and I'm scared to file taxes. I'm scared to file taxes because it's just like, Instead of going after the big guy, she's coming after us and going through our Venmos and our in our in our cash apps and our bank accounts to to to, to compare and contrast. Like nigga, what my mom sends me is none of your business. It's already taxed. You don't got to tax me because it came through Cash App. Like get the fuck out of here. Um, I would tell myself to drive safely. I got my license when i was 21 i got a criminal speeding ticket in scottsdale because you do not give a 21 year old a brand new license and a bmw you do not you do not do that i don't care if your daughter is begging you you better go to toyota and get her that fucking camry you better get get her that Prius because I'll tell you what, in a year she's gonna crash it she's gonna wish she had a fucking Prius made of steel. Like like I I I am on my fifth car, okay? And that's because I didn't drive safely. That's because I, I like to race. That's because it's because I it was dumb. Because I was dumb. Every time you get in that car, you can kill yourself or you can kill another person. And that better be your motivation every single time because getting pulled over and getting a ticket is not going to do it it's like you have to get in your mind that i am in a death machine if you think about it you are in a a 2000 pound metal piece of rock that is powered by gas and electricity and 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 in a second it goes from 0 to, to 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 40 depending on what type of car you have it goes from 0 to 40 to 60 in a matter of seconds and you can seriously hurt someone or hurt yourself and and if not that if you if if you don't hurt someone or yourself and, and you drive reckless and, and you get caught the the monetary consequences like your insurance is going to go up the the monthly payment, the deductible, it's like the repairs, the rentals, it's it's a lot. I forgot how many accidents I've been in, <laughs> but just know that I, my last car insurance bill was four hundred sixty-one dollars for the month. For the month, most of you are paying like thirty dollars, eighty dollars. I'm paying four hundred sixty-one dollars just to drive, my nigga. So drive safely. I would tell myself to start cleaning my room every day. Now I'm in the habit of making my bed, but like your room is a reflection of your mind if and vice versa. Um, if you don't keep a clean room, how can your mind focus on what needs to be done? Because your mind's gonna constantly go back and forth between I need to go work out, I need to clean my room. I need to eat right. I need to clean my room. And it's like you keep putting off cleaning your room. You keep stalling everything else you need to do. So instead of getting 10 things done on your to-do list, you get three things done. Because you're avoiding cleaning your room. When your room's not clean, you can't think, you can't execute, you can't plan, you can't do shit. And not just your room, your kitchen, your living room, your guest room, your bathroom... If, if if doing it on your own is not motivating enough, do you have friends over? Do you have people come over like your family and all that? Keep a clean fucking house because one, you don't want roaches and two, you don't want anybody coming to your house and feeling uncomfortable. That is, the, that is so embarrassing is you having your own spot and someone coming over and they don't want to use the restroom because you don't know how to clean. I am that person. I, I, I will admit, I'll, I'll be honest because no one else wants to be honest. If I'm going to your house for the first time, especially if you're a guy, I am using your restroom on purpose. Even if I don't have to go because I want to see how fucking clean it is. I'm looking under the toilet seat i'm looking in the shower i'm 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 looking on the ground i'm looking at like if you have like water stains on the mirror or like if you have water stains toothpaste droppings on on the sink it's hair i'm gone i'm gone because that tells me not only do you not give a fuck about your personal hygiene you don't give a fuck how you come across when a girl is at your house and then that makes me wonder, like, does does your dick stink? Do you wash your asshole? Do you brush your teeth? Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm a girl. Get your hair fixed. And your nails done. Put your hands up and say, okay. 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 You got to drink. Do another one. Get your hand for it. Put your hand up to say. Okay. This song is old. Uh, I still have some things that are gonna take us past 30 minutes, so I hope you don't mind if I keep talking that talk. Um I would tell myself to read more because reading expands your mind in a way that sitting in a classroom just does not. Because you're able to go at your own pace. You're able to admit to yourself when you don't know something. So you can, you know, on your own, you can look up words and you can you can always come back and and put the put the book down. It's like books save you a lifetime. Like sometimes it takes you a lifetime to learn something. And that's why that whoever took that lifetime to learn whatever it is that's why they they write it down and they sell it because because it's like it's, it's time saved you could learn someone's life lesson in 300 pages and that makes you better so no no like knowledge is power read read more read read things you're interested in read the newspaper read more keep your mind sharp next thing i would say is always look presentable you are you never know when opportunity is around the corner always stay ready so you don't have to get ready always look presentable for me personally if i look good i feel good and there's been a lot of days where i just felt shitty i just felt shitty um but you like you would have never known because i look good um sometimes it, it works in reverse like if you're not feeling good but if you Take the time to look good. It might put you in a better mood. It just might. A lot of the selfies that I take behind that selfie is, is a sh- shitty day. But like I look good. Another thing I would say is that most businesses fail. And it's okay that you if your business fails. It's what you do when it fails that defines your business. My business is dead. It's been dead for a long time. Puff Patch Paint Party. Uh, It was a great idea. I'm ready to sell it because like I, I'm done. Like I'm just done with it. Um, I have a bad relationship with my business because it failed. And like I put all my self-worth in my business. And like I don't want it attached to me anymore because it failed. But. I would tell myself like, don't let this be your only business. This is this is just the beginning. It's just the beginning, Um, and I don't have to feel bad. (sighs) Next thing I would say is to be careful of the city girl mentality. The the real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Big broken bag, whole five six figure stripes on my ass. He called us pussy tigger. Fucking on a scamming ass rich ass nigga. Like, I bought into the whole like, yeah, I'm 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 hot. Like, fuck these men. Like, pay me, get a bed. Ah, period. Ah, like, period. Ah, period. Ah, period. Ah, period. Ah, period. Ah. That was me in 2021. Uh, no, 2000, late 2020, early 2021. I just uh didn't have two hundred dollar bills to rub together and like i just thought that men owed me and it didn't serve me did not serve me uh did not fucking serve me so just be careful of being influenced by women who appear to have it all and Especially, be careful whose message you are receiving, and ask yourself: Is that the type of role model I want for my little sister, for my little cousin? Is that that type of? Is that is is that that type? Is and, and 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 know that you don't have to be influenced by women who. Who live a certain lifestyle that appears to be fabulous, like that city girl lifestyle? What they don't tell you is that you're not gonna like the men with money 100 percent of the time. You're gonna have to do things sexually that you may not want to do in order to get that bag, and they don't tell you that what's what you're doing is modern day prostitution. That's what they don't tell you. That that you, that you're tricking. That's what they don't want to say. But that's what you're doing. You're following the city girl mentality. You're prostituting. I'm almost done, y'all, but these are very important. I'm almost done. I would tell myself that if a man is 10 plus years older than you, run. If run. Just run. Run. You got to ask yourself if you're 20 or under 25 right now, put 10 years on you, put 10 years on you. Okay. Just add 10 years. And, 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 and what do you want to be different that if it wasn't changed or if it didn't happen in 10 years, you'd be disappointed with yourself. You got to ask yourself, what is making these 30 to 40 year old men want to go back and deal with someone who is who is 10 years behind they want sex they want obedience and they want to be able to continue their fucking behavior without someone holding them accountable because when when you're younger you don't know better 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 leave these men alone if they are way older than you. And, and, and even if you're a man and, and you're talking to a girl it's like 10 years old than it's you. It's all about sex. It's all about validating egos of the older person. And it's all about manipulation and control. You're not special if the older person chooses you. You're, you, you like ugh, ugh. Slow down. Hey. Moyola, you can laugh more out. Another thing I would tell myself is to become more self aware. I would save myself a lot of embarrassment and a lot of decisions that I would have later regretted if I was aware about how I came across in other people's eyes. If I just saw myself through a third person's lens, like I wouldn't have dressed certain ways i wouldn't have put my makeup on certain ways i would have kept my hair groomed you know what i mean i wouldn't have associated with certain people like i like perception is reality and if someone is looking at you or like like think think You know how like when you go for a job, like you like that's when you become self aware. You're like, okay, how how does my resume look? How am I answering questions? You know, like am I am I a fit for the job description? You know, showing up early, make sure you smell nice. You gotta you how you approach getting a new job is how you should approach daily life. being self-aware is a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing i would tell myself be a better friend i've lost friends because i because i didn't keep in touch because i didn't apologize because i stepped over boundaries um but the biggest one was just not being present i know i got depressed like i know like life happened but like i like for, for instance, Carla, I'll take accountability and that friendship no longer being what it is because she went to grad school. Not only in it, it really started when we got to college. Like I literally was just like, I didn't hang out with her. I Like I didn't hang out with her. I didn't make it a priority. So she she got her own friends. She got her own identity naturally. And it's just like, she went to grad school and it was just like, all of a sudden I became the girl from your friend from phoenix your old friend from phoenix i just became a distant memory and then i felt some type of way when like i tried to text her earlier this year she didn't text me back or the last time she visited she didn't she didn't visit me i'm a stranger whether i want to admit it or not like i'm a stranger to her and that's my fault okay now granted if she wanted to not be friends with me anymore i don't know but like i I'm gonna take accountability and and not blame someone who you know it takes two to be in a relationship and and I will say it takes two to end it so uh, yeah, I would be a better friend. Um, I had an opportunity to be to prove that to um myself uh, because I um a friend confided in me. I won't say who, but they are not in an ideal dating situation. And I straight up, I was sitting in the car listening to my friend tell me, you know, like their, what they, what what was currently on their mind. And like, I, I, uh, she's younger than me by, by a couple, like two and a half years, she's younger than me. And like, I, What she was talking to me through, I already went through. So I wanted to, I was like, you're either going to judge her, sit here and judge her, or you're going to have patience and empathy and understanding. And not only that, go the extra mile and tell her what it really is. So I told her, I I made the decision. I was like, you know, I'm going to be a friend. I'm going to be a real friend, and I'm going to tell her how it is. Because I've been, I've been through this before. It didn't work out. She's telling me what's happening. I know it's not going to work out. I'm either going to walk out this car, a fake-ass bitch, or a friend. And that all depends on me sharing. Oh, I felt I felt the Holy Spirit. My skin, my blood was hot. Like, I was just like, I felt so... You know when you feel your woman's intuition? That's what I felt. I was like, I, I feel it. I feel this woman... It, power this, the, the power we all women were born with that female intuition i felt it and and it was i wasn't even speaking like it was speaking through me that divine feminine spirit like it was just speaking through me and i was telling her like you want to get out of this situation as soon as possible as soon as possible this can't end well and without getting into the details you know like i i i was at, we were supposed to go out we ended up not going out because it's, like, that's how real, I like, that's how real it got. So it's just, like, I wish that I could have taken that moment and applied it to all my friendships. And, you know, um, because, like, because if I knew I was being real and, like, she could have either received my message or she could have said, fuck you, because I said some hard stuff. And she was receiving my message. So that's how I know she's a real friend to me. Because a a girl that's not really my friend, she won't want to hear anything I got to say. Be a friend. Be present. And that kind of leads into my next thing is that not everyone is your friend. Um, Be careful how you make friends. If you make friends because you're at a scene those people aren't your friends um if you have something successful going on whether that's a business whether you got a new car or like you something successful going on people who all of a sudden attach themselves to you after your success you got to watch that um yeah yeah watch that um Another thing I would tell myself is to show up and do the work. Um, It's a lot of, uh, there's there's a lot of things that I want. And it's like, okay, you can want those things, but you got to be willing to work for them. No shortcuts. No, I want a day off. None of that. It's like, I would be a bigger artist if I didn't take six years off. One thing I want to tell myself is to not sell drugs. I I convinced myself that because my mom was bankrupt and that, quote-unquote, no one was hiring me in the college area, I just didn't try hard enough. I, I didn't try hard enough. Um, I just gave up and, and took the easy route and started selling drugs. And And when you're selling drugs, like, you, you can... It's it's so convenient because you don't have to be in an office. You don't have to be at a place of business. You can just literally be walking around doing what you do, and people come to you and pick up. It's like I was on campus, like I was going to class. People be like, "Meet me at the bathroom." Boom, hundred bucks. Like I'm then like I'll go I'll go to my apartment and study, and it's like all the customers would just come, like, and I would just I would still study. It's like don't let convenience. Get in the way of what's doing right. Of do, Don't let convenience get in the way of doing the right thing. I did not have to sell drugs. I risked my freedom. I risked my future. Because the detectives came. The cops came. It was just by the grace of God. I was never prosecuted. By the grace of God. By the grace of God. And they, and like they never. The detectives coming to me. Was enough to make me stop. And like they like i never did it again i never did it again and i'm sure they kept their eyes on me to see if i was gonna do it again but i never did it again and be careful like when you're shining or when you're making a lot of money it's like not everyone is your friend not everyone is your friend i'm I'm telling you um one thing i would i would another thing i would say is to spend more time with your family um my little cousins were born ten years ago, and now they're turning eleven. And and Jesus, it's like I two few years ago, I could feel myself like not being close to them, and I was like, I was putting the pressure on myself, like you got to spend more time with your family before they before they grow up before they grow up until they're teen years and they don't even want to fuck with you they don't trust you they don't they don't they don't feel like you're somebody that they can go to this is my family so it's like i I don't know if you have young ones in your life whether they're your cousins or your brothers sisters and you don't live at home go spend time with them find out what time they get off of school and go be at the house after school do homework with them like, you wanna be that person in their lives that they can depend on. That is, that is, that is a third party. That's not mom and dad. That's not auntie, uncle. Like, you wanna be that person that they trust when they start going through shit when they're older. Be there for your family. Cause I don't, like, as you get older, people are gonna start depending on you. As you get older, your family is gonna start depending on you because grandma's gonna pass away, grandpa's gonna pass away, the tia, is gonna, tia, gonna pass away, and then it's gonna be you and your cousins. You and your cousins and your kids, and, and 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 it's like you have to be the one that the little ones depend on. You're gonna find yourself 35, 37, 40 years old. And and you are gonna have to be the one to pay for funerals. Oh, it gets real. It gets real. You are gonna have to be the one to 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 organize uh, birthday parties and and all this shit. So it's like you gotta be there for your family. Get prepared and know that as you get older, your family is gonna depend on you even more. Be someone that your family can depend on. We're getting down to the last of it, you guys. I promise, I promise. The next thing I would tell myself at 20 is to leave any situation that is not serving me without closure. I used to be really, really big on closure. I used to be like, I need closure. I need someone to stay, especially with Ryan. I could never leave Ryan alone because I needed closure. I There was something that I needed like an apology. Like, I just, one thing that I will never get from him ever, and this is something that I had to accept. It took me over a decade to accept, is that I will never get him to apologize. And not only apologize, but to specifically apologize for things he hurt me for. I will never get that. I will never get a Candace, I'm sorry because I devalued you. I'm sorry because I, 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 I slept around with your friends i'm sorry that i i i fucked you and left. i'm sorry that i made like i'm like i'm sorry like i will never get that i don't know how you let me see me this way instead of listening see my days are cool without you but i'm hurting right while i my heart can take no more, I keep on running back to you. They say my days are cool without you, but I'm hurting while i And if my heart can take no more, I keep on running back to you. Baby, I don't know why you wanna do me wrong. You so alone, I'm all alone, and you are always gone. I can't deny, I don't see how you bring me to so many tears, that's all these years. I'm almost done, I'm almost done. My (laughs) baby, no more, no more. One thing I would get into my little pea brain is that revenge is not mine. There are certain things in life where seeking revenge is going to do more harm to you than if you were to just let go and let God. Sometimes the best revenge is moving on and living your life. <sighs> to all of my ladies, yeah, they come on, sing with me. See, when I get the strength to leave, you always tell me that you need me. You leave as I believe. You' not mad because I love you, so I stop and think that maybe you would learn to appreciate me. You would always mean the same thing. You ain't never gonna change. You ain't never gonna change. Oh Lord, the last thing I would tell myself is to save money, save money, save it, save it, save it. Save it and don't look back. Save it. There you had me, leaving in Missouri. For oh, I gave you all my heart, and all you did was tear you. Looking out my window, knowing that I should go. Even when I pack my bags, there's something always holds me back. This has been the Manic Candice Podcast. Thank you for listening. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are. Because, bitch, we in Jamaica! We in Jamaica, Jamaica! Jamaica, Jamaica, no. Jamaica, Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica. We're in Jamaica. Phoenix to Jamaica. Phoenix to Jamaica, bitch, I am in my garage in Phoenix, Arizona, just just on the west side, on the southwest of the United States. and I am in Jamaica. I'm in Guam, I'm in Singapore. I'm in fucking Slovakia. Come on, Romania. Come on, Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, if you're listening to this, Hit my email. Let's go out because I think you are a stand-up guy and we belong together. Okay, bye-bye. I've said enough.